0: Good afternoon, welcome. Hope everybody had an enjoyable and safe Canada Day weekend. Nice to be back after a few days off. Certainly was a hot Canada Day weekend, wasn't it? Just heard Danny mention in the news a heat warning stays in effect for the Toronto area. Looks like that heat will continue with uh, highs in the low 30s for the rest of the week. I think the other day it uh, felt like 41. I saw it on my phone. Something like 32 feels more like uh, 41. I just love this weather. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Well, you know what, Rob? I'm glad you played that because uh, that actually uh, segues nicely into my next topic of conversation. Because despite the heat, a lot of us have got hockey on our minds. And that kind of sounds like uh, we're in an arena somewhere, right? Uh, For days, there's been rumors that us, yes, us here in Toronto, we are going to be one of the hub cities for the NHL when play resumes. Now, there's a lot of excitement. And there's a lot of concern. I mean, just how exactly is this going to work if we bring 12 NHL teams here to the city? And could it, might it, may it possibly undo all of the hard work that we've seen in the province when it comes to our COVID numbers? Today's total, by the way, well under 200. 154 was the official total. But there is some concern about again 12 professional hockey teams coming to the city for a month or two particularly after today's announcement by the NHL in case you haven't heard nine more players nine more have tested covid positive over the past 7 days now that brings a total uh, the total to 35 players testing positive since the league entered phase two of their return to play plan. And we're going to talk more about this with our good buddy, sports director down the highway in Hamilton, 900 CHML Rick Zampern. He is a standing by and we will talk to him about this momentarily. But first more and more people, of course, using LinkedIn these days to network and during the pandemic, try to improve their chances of finding another job or a new job. But it turns out that there might be a pretty big price to pay for that next job. When it comes to your privacy, tech expert Adam Oldfield, he is standing by with the details and joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Adam, good afternoon. Happy Monday. Yes, same to you, Jeff. All right. uh, What do we know about this? What's going on with LinkedIn and people's privacy? Well, I think, uh, a little
1: bit of a birdie ended up coming out of its nest, uh, due to the fact that Apple has been doing a lot of upgrades with this developer software. And in the new iOS 14, which is going to come out this fall for everyone, there's a developer code that's been pre-released and people are able to download it. It actually will give more transparency as to what applications are copying and using your info. In this case, LinkedIn, uh, being singled out was, uh, apparently copying everything in the clipboard. So if you uh, use an Apple phone and you type in something and you want to say a password you keep it in uh, maybe a spreadsheet or something and you're copying it to enter it into a website, That information, the text you typed in was being uh, uh, copied and shared with LinkedIn app, uh, the TikTok app, Reddit app, many applications.
0: So in other uh, words, the entire world.
1: <laughs> I was going to say anything you downloaded is pretty much going to be um, have access to this. Now, LinkedIn has declared that they're addressing this issue, and Reddit, as well, has also indicated they were uh, uh, addressing this concern of the information being copied. And again, the privacy issue is the fact of what information are you putting into your clipboard so we and and it was built this way for apple to make it very easy for you to maybe type something copy it and then you can paste it into your ipad or your desktop it's a great feature however it's not great when you're sharing all your clipboard information with all of the applications that you have on your phone. So that's that's the big issue that's that's going on right now. Now, again, not to concern anyone immediately that the uh, the app is copying it currently with your iOS. It's the new system that's going to be coming up. Um, but the fact of the matter is, anyone that is using the beta version, and again, it launches in September, the iOS 14. It's got a. It's going to be telling users pretty much everything each application is doing so cameras on the microphones on it's uh, this application is now reading what you type uh, apple made it made it very clear they were going to be giving more transparency to users and they're living up to that uh to that comment
0: okay so this is a response from linkedin and others to this new technology that's uh, coming forward i guess they're getting ahead of the curve uh, trying to be transparent with a uh, user so overall is this a good thing do you think
1: Absolutely, I think it's uh, it's a great thing that they've uh, Apple has more or less made accountable all of these software programs. Uh, it's going to blow the whistle on them. So uh, you know, as we've been hearing about, you know, what, who's tracking us, does our application have information about us, what is it doing? Apple is uh, going to be bringing this information forward to all of its users. So there won't there shouldn't be any surprises. Of is Facebook using my camera and my microphone right now? Yes or no? Um, and. Android Android's had this for a little bit, uh, just to say this application is now following, uh, is tracking, you've given permissions to the microphone, to the camera, do you wish to proceed? Uh, And so this is the big push right now on Apple and Android is bring transparency, we're trying to be more open, and furthermore, the applications that are being developed for these platforms are being now forced uh, to be, uh, you won't be able to pull the wool over any user's eyes. They're gonna be notified on everything.
0: Okay, you mentioned a second ago there's no immediate cause for concern, but just how concerned moving forward do you think users of LinkedIn and other type programs should they be?
1: I think when you're, I think to, to the fact of the matter of what information are you typing in uh, and if it is a password, uh, maybe it's, it's confidential information and, and the biggest concern of this is where is it being stored? Now, LinkedIn and Reddit and TikTok are all claiming we have access to it, but we're not using it. That's what they're claiming right now. No one can justify or val- validate that. Um, should we be aware of that these software systems currently on our systems have this access? Yes, absolutely, and if you've given permission to any application to do this, then you should be very concerned about where your information is going. Um, And a lot of people, you know, kind of go with the fact that I want LinkedIn to work. I want to post a job. I'm seeking new employment. Um, And with that information, the camera, the audio, all of these elements, Facebook is the biggest uh, culprit of this, Jeff. And honestly, if you don't go into your default settings and it is up to you, the user, you have to go into the settings and change that. If you don't, you've given full permission and access to knowing where you are, what you did, how long you were there, and you've given access to your files that are on your your phone so you've got to make sure to go into the settings yourself currently until the following rollout of these new upgrades are coming out
0: Okay, now you just mentioned Facebook a second ago, and my next question for you was going to be, is LinkedIn perhaps the next Facebook? Do you think that users, do they feel somehow that their privacy has been uh, breached uh, perhaps by uh, LinkedIn? Because there's a lot of personal information on LinkedIn for a lot of folks. You know, they've got their resume up there and maybe uh, contacts, uh, job aspirations, that sort of thing.
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, here's the big culprit to that behind, like, the monster behind that big engine, of course, is LinkedIn's owned by Microsoft. And as much as Microsoft hasn't been in the news, as much as Google and Facebook and Amazon and Apple, um, they're a big machine. And they've really focused their energies right now in software, um, data applications. Their big push is going to be uh, cloud-based services. uh, And with that, what information they're having access to is going to Microsoft servers systems um and and what they're scanning and what they're tracking is still uh again it's questionable can we i don't think there's a large company out there that i would say uh, hey adam which one would you trust the most um i'd probably be like none of them <laughs> so you know with linkedin gaining in popularity especially now um pro- on a professional level um where you know individuals are seeking jobs they're trying to showcase their professional services and their expertise, keep aware that there's still some uncertainty to who's got what with this information. And those terms and conditions that you've agreed to with LinkedIn gives Microsoft and its third-party systems, if you read that small print and all of the terms with it, you've given Microsoft full access to understand the data that you're uploading, content you're posting. And with that, they're allowed to use that for marketing purposes and growth development. LinkedIn, I think, is really going to be growing as a monster from an office perspective, integrating Outlook, talking their calendars. It's only a matter of time and Microsoft will use that data that people are uploading to better serve uh, professional individuals. So it's being aware of what you're giving access to Microsoft is key.
0: Can I just say there's one thing I've never been able to understand about LinkedIn and you get this occasionally, you get a message, it's like, ooh, six users are looking at your profile. And then, of course, you're intrigued. It's like, who's checking me out? And you go into the LinkedIn, and then all of a sudden you can't see these people because it's privacy mode. But if you upgrade, I think, to the premium, then you can see them. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you know, I never quite got that myself. It's kind of like, you know, who's who's looking at me? If I if I had to pay everybody when I walk down the street, who's looking at me to find out who who it was, I'd be broke. Yeah. So it's one of those features. I think they're, they got to figure out. I don't know how the value of that is, but you're right. Who's looking at my profile? Is it really worth the premium fifty nine dollars a month? I, I I can't agree to that.
0: Yeah, quite the business model here with Adam Oldfield, our tech experts, also making news this afternoon. Adam, the Rock. Dwayne Johnson has become Instagram's highest-paid celebrity. Just how much is The Rock raking in, and how is he doing it on Instagram?
1: Well, uh, based on celebrity posts or influencers, uh, they've seen this big growth when it comes to celebrities. In this case, it's declared that The Rock is getting $1,015,000 for one post. If he endorses a product or gives a comment or uh, gives a supportive message about any kind of an event, if you want him to support that cause or that message product service, it's $1,015,000. So So if um, I ask
0: The Rock, sorry, like, could you just mention that you really love to listen to The Jeff MacArthur Show on Global News Radio (laughs) 640 Toronto, like we're at a million bucks?
1: That's a million dollars to be to to comment and bring <laughs> awareness to that, and that's just one post. Now, mind you, he's got 186 million people following him. So out of that one million, you're getting a, a pretty big engaging audience. Um, now you also have options. There's other influencers out there, Jeff. So the Adam Oldfield Instagram has phenomenal followship. I mean, if anyone wants to see me eat Doritos in slow mo, I mean I've got a great <laughs> following for that audience. If you're seeking that kind of awareness, I charge just a fraction of the price.
0: Yeah, really, it's a deal next to the rock, without a doubt. So, uh, are these? Yeah, are these posts? value. Are, are they marked as sponsored? Uh, do we know when the rock or any other celebrity is pitching product as opposed to just uh, reaching out to people?
1: no no in fact it's just a post uh it could have looked like he was more or less endorsing as you cu- brought up earlier that you know i love listening to am 640 with jeff MacArthur. uh it was great being in the city and and listening uh if he did that on his own accord uh obviously no one would know otherwise it wouldn't be notified that this this is a sponsored feature um uh, that's the part which is negotiated when he wants to put a comment in uh it could be discussed with the actual celebrity and it's happened a lot it's it's like product placement uh in acting and moving in TVs, except now in the Instagram and, and social media network with the millions of individuals that or followers that people have, uh, that influence and that one post could easily drive your traffic. This really started back with Oprah Winfrey when she was having Book of the Month Club and she would comment and she could turn an author instantly into a famous individual. This right. is what that one post could do for anyone that would be able to tag along with a post with uh, Dwayne Johnson or the rock, if you will, on, on Instagram.
0: Yeah. I remember that Oprah's book club. Uh, If you were on Oprah's book club, you were number one on the New York times bestsellers list guaranteed. So is the rock and Kylie Jenner, are these celebrities and their handlers, Adam, do you think, are they just really savvy business people who got onto Instagram for a purpose? Unlike most of us who just like to go on there and post pictures and look at a few pictures
1: i believe uh, it definitely had business rate right at the at the word go i mean when you're in the acting industry that's what your value is and your shelf life only depends on what you say or what you may do um so absolutely somebody was sitting back uh saying where can we leverage most of our revenue options and and honestly jeff look how difficult or how simple it is to make one post i mean we're talking within less than five minutes um, One million dollars is made. I mean, that's the easiest money any celebrity could ever make. I mean, they'd actually have to memorize lines, show up on set, they'd have to wear a costume, do makeup. Uh, you know, do it four or five times to maybe make that kind of a fraction of dollar. So, yeah, this is probably uh, an angle that, as a business individual, when it comes to online digital marketing, this is the most easiest, simplest way to make your revenue profits just by by using your influential uh, uh, messaging. And some stand by the fact that they will not do that. I've heard that, uh, you know, Justin Bieber, as an example, will not stand for that. I've heard he'll do it only in the case of supportive causes. So not all celebrities are that way. But when you get that large volume of followers, this is how social media becomes a revenue generator.
0: Just incredible. By the way, do not lose that slow motion Dorito eating. I was just checking it out. And the only question I have, is it Cool Ranch, Zesty Cheese, or is it the uh, spicy nachos?
1: Well, that's the mystery. Each week, you get to find out which one it is. Now you have to guess, but that hey, that's the that's the whole game behind the Dorito slow eating championship on my Instagram. But yes, tune in next week, Jeff. You'll see me pow through a few extra big bags.
0: I'm there. Love it, Adam. Thank you as always, my friend. Thanks, Jeff. Be well. There goes our tech expert, Adam Oldfield.